0: That's what I got for uh, Billy Idol White Wedding. I just started learning this like 50 minutes ago. Trevor's learning a new song. Yeah. All uh, right. Uh,
1: Welcome I, to the podcast, folks. It's Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. I am Chris Evans. That is Trevor woo.
0: What's happening, people? Hello, everybody. How are you today, Trevor? Good, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Like you, I worked in the heat and definitely beat me up today. Who would have thought the sun's so hot? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hot. But the good news is we're in the tail end of summer now, so within three, four oh, weeks. Oh, don't
1: worry, man. With global warming happening the way it is, eventually all year will be summer.
0: Fuck that. I'm, the older I get, I don't. Oregon like, will I don't be like beachfront beach. property. All the Colorado, really, part of it is. You mean all of Oregon. All of Oregon is oh, going to be beachfront property. Idaho? That'd be crazy. We'd like, yeah, Idaho, Montana, you have a <laughs> beach now. Yeah. From the ocean, we're like, damn. Be pretty nuts geologically.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: your day went good? Overall, yeah, I've got through everything. works awesome. Work was steady and it was good. And uh, a lot of saw blades to sharpen. A lot of saw blades to sharpen and uh, I don't know. There you okay? Oh not- well,
1: you sound like somebody just kicked you in the nuts, yeah? No. Right? Yeah, no, I'm
0: good. Uh-huh, I am good yeah i do not know. You know, and then the, the, the thing and. It's all it's right, it's something funny it's 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 it did happen today. The hot okay, sec, the hot right. secretary at work. She she because I was trying to ask Better her a question. Be careful,
1: Trevor. She might listen to this podcast and know you think she's hot.
0: Oh i already told her she's hot before. I've told her that to her face. Like, she doesn't already know. No, she was like, she just went like, I know. Like, she already knew. Like, look, the thing brought... Hot chick, hot chick. Sure, I what already told do? her she's hot. What you gonna and do? And she wasn't offended she at all. She's like, you. I know. <laughs> but at one point, I, I walked up by her area, and she's... Who's that lady? A sexy lady. <laughs> but she's like, what do you want? And then the, the, the immediate boss, supervisor, the guy around our age was there and he stopped and another guy was there and they all stopped and looked at me it was like, all right, I got to say some funny shit. I was like, you know what you want? What you, you really, really, really want. want. I'll tell you what, what you, you want, want. What you, what want. you what really, really, really want.
1: I want to be your lover. <laughs> so,
0: so I looked, I was like, you know what I want actually? I want a fucking big wheel of cheese, extra stinky. I want a Gretsch semi hollow electric guitar, 60 to 67 period. I want this a time a machine. This is Christmas,
1: Trevor. This isn't a fucking
0: Shh. Santa at I was the mall. you just giving them your Christmas list Yeah, there? I was on a roll, bud. I was on a roll. So I was like, Greg, send my hollow. While you're at it,
1: bring back Jimmy Page <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. Sure. and
0: Hendrix. Do it. I was like, great send my hollow electric guitar. I was also, I was like, also, fly." I was also like magic carpet that flies. It'd be cool. And then she's like, I'm not going to ask you ever she, again what you want. She goes, <laughs> well, if you taste this
1: carpet, you might take Ooh. a flight. You know, you know, <laughs>
0: Magic Carpet Ride yeah, There was... you
1: go That's what she calls her pussy The Magic <laughs> car- Carpet Ride Wolf, right there yeah, Shout course. out Steppenwolf Nice Shout out the hot secretary At Trevor's job
0: Yeah Anyways That was on Hello the miss outlet. Hello miss Other than <laughs> that It was just A hot Grinding day And trying to get through But I'm here Good started, for you
1: man I started You're learning
0: here. I started learning Billy Idol Because my boss Really wanted me to do it So It's here a nice
1: day For a white wedding
0: Hell yeah. yeah. Song's about drugs, by the way, folks. A lot of Everybody drugs. likes drugs. Yeah, especially eighty. 80 Can you imagine 80? what the world would be like without drugs? I actually heard a funny quote. It said, For all of you that like music, take almost every record from the last hundred or to fifty years. It said last fifty years, every record of music thing that you like and put it in the fire because most of that shit was inspired by drugs Uh. and a lot of those motherfuckers were high as hell I was like yeah pretty much from like the mid to late 60s and onward a lot of the music was not only alcohol which is always a thing but also alcohol and a lot of drugs weed people have
1: always been not necessarily inspired a lot of people have been inspired by drugs but I think that drugs give your brain a different outlook on things.
0: Let your brain, is, brain relax. And yeah, access which is different parts of your brain. Good
1: to an extent, you know. But there's also the time where you need to be focused, you know. And yeah. I think a lot of really good musicians did a little bit of both. They fucking did a little heroin, and then they sat down and they wrote some good shit. <coughs> but it's hard to uh, say when too much is too much. You know, drugs kill a lot of really good artists.
0: Yeah, that's. The problem. A lot of really good comedians, yeah, and just people that even artists, but just regular people too. Your everyday Joes, yeah,
1: yeah. dude.
0: By the uh, way, be by, careful with your drugs out there, folks. Be careful. By the way, thing you sent me with uh, Shane Gillis and the Twisted T. Oh, hilarious. wasn't
1: that hilarious? All the caps in the fucking in uh, the. Uh, I was literally
0: like man I hope that's not me in 25 years I was like
1: Trevor this is you
0: <laughs> and then I love it when, when Shane finds out that he that shot he's like oh that's baller as hell like way to, way to like do a throwback right there do you do the Red Dead Redemption the cowboy like cut out scene he jumps out I'm like damn Shout out
1: to fucking Shane Gillis and uh, Matt McCusker. They got yeah. a funny fucking podcast. Those two are funny as fuck. It, uh, when
0: Matt was talking about Matt the... Shane secret podcast. When he talked about the giant pit, that was funny as fuck. Because I've I've spent a lot of growing up going to pits and like... Un- Throwing a lot of heavy shit giant out of trailers. Hole that's in the ground. He's like, I am the Lord of the Pit. That whole like, you peasants shall yeah. take of from Trash the, Lord. I am the trash, trash Lord. Lord of the Pit. <laughs> I was like, that's funny because I've known some motherfuckers like that, Lords of the Pit. They just had this little pit. And that I was am it. the
1: King of Junk Castle. I remember playing King of the Hill as a kid, and there was. Um, This big hill that's in Florida somewhere, it's not really like a hill, it's like 25 feet off the ground. But But um, it's a known spot? Yeah, it's a park. Um, But there's a castle at the top, like a a faux castle. That's dope. It is kind of cool. But I guess the bigger kids at a point got uh, got it in their head that they were going to take over the castle and not let anybody come up the hill oh, and shit. Oh, shit. This is like the whole like park banded together to take the hill. <laughs> it was so funny. It was a ton of like little kids just rushing at this fucking castle. And all the parents were watching. They're like, oh, their first siege.
0: Yeah. <laughs> at least we'll make them watch Alexander the Great. Uh, That's funny. All right, Trevor, what do you got on the books today, man? You you
1: come in with all this no energy, and then you sit there and you go quiet. All right, I'm coming
0: coming in. fired up. coming in hot. So anyways, we got some great, I guess, local news first. It's been hot. It's a little bit cooler. We had a, a new... Queen of the Weird because there was the uh, the slug fest that happened last it's week in ugly, Eugene.
1: It's a it's an ugly girl contest. Is it
0: pretty much, yes. It's
1: an ugly girl and a tran contest. Yes, that's 100 percent what it's a, it is. It's a, it's a pig contest. You bring the ugliest pig,
0: <laughs> and then she wins a, literally a trophy of a slug, and it's, yeah. And then they do this whole speech about how like being different is beautiful that yeah, you know what's cool about no, it's being it.
1: different is that it's different alright
0: great It's different. move on yeah this chick yeah, it's definitely an ugly chicken tranny contest It's always it because I saw a picture of a few of them and that's what it is if you want
1: to be slug queen king whatever be it but it's don't drag try to act thing. like it's a normal thing <laughs>
0: Well, not, I don't think they're trying to act like it's a normal thing. Oh, they're
1: really trying to act like it's a normal thing. They're trying to make the it normalized. Weird is the fucking title. It's
0: trying to be normalized eventually, but people are people.
1: Oh, but what happens if that person's a pedophile, man? Is that weird enough for them? Uh, Come on, man! Everybody's accepted. Everybody's equal here.
0: So yeah. Chris definitely likes to take you to the extreme, and I don't oh, disagree. No,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, man, we need more child soldiers. We need more pedophiles. We need more people out here doing the real thing of Queen of Weird, you know, because if you're Queen of Weird, you better be doing some weird shit.
0: Also, more Epstein Islands, folks. Need more children getting taken against of their course. will. Of
1: course, why not, man? We have to have these weird, rapey islands where people go and. Super they rich take, people. Yeah. They take fucking underage children to be fucking. <laughs> God damn, these people suck.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: Get over yourself, man. So the world's a little weird. So the world's a little non-weird, you know? Who the fuck are you to be so goddamn special? <laughs> go solve a fucking, uh, go solve cancer and then come talk to me. <laughs> you know? True. Very do something true. With, your, with your life instead of being weird.
0: Poop. So what else you got? National news. uh, Tomorrow is actually Women's Equality Day. (laughs) That is a new official holiday.
1: Everybody except for white white males, man. Everybody but white males. You can't have no Columbus Day. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey, let me tell you a quick joke real quick. One ear joke. Women's rights.
1: 21
0: I got some others. What do you call a uh, woman with a black eye? Someone that didn't listen. What do you call yeah. a woman with two black eyes? Chick that didn't listen twice. Chick that's a slow learner. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Trevor's kidding. fucked up in the head. Bro. I'm
0: kidding. we been-
1: sitting here trying to advocate beating up. No,
0: chicks. don't do that. I'm not Ted Nugent. Don't throw me a Ted Nugent. I know. Anyways, Trevor, it's do just you ever a joke.
1: Take a swipe at a gal.
0: <laughs> I've had to defend myself. I know I've you definitely have too.
1: Pushed a chick. I've definitely pushed a chick around. Because uh, sometimes women don't get it, man. You might just be a woman, but don't think that you're going to sit there and, and beat the shit out of me.
0: Yes. No, I agree. I mean, I don't go out and seek violence on women, but if a woman is attacking that's, me, that's a, that's then true. I'm going to... then well, let, me, let me tell you a story about what happened yesterday. Uh,
1: Trevor's got a story about beating up a chick.
0: No, I don't. I have a story about a woman being ridiculous.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Was it, the slug queen? Probably your mom. Slug mom? Slug mom. But yeah, this chick on the bus.
1: <laughs> Trevor just lost all of his steam again. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. he didn't. No, this chick on the bus. Nah, I'm kidding. All right. Trevor doesn't have any steam <laughs> left in the pot, man. He, he's running on no coal.
0: Wait. Mm. All right, I got it back. All right, some world news. The US sent $3 billion to Ukraine for an arms package yeah, to help we'll keep for long money term until
1: Russia gets fucked up enough.
0: Yeah, and everyone else. So that's my world news that I got for you. Shout out Ukraine, man. Hold the line. Hold the line. Next thing uh, gangster slash hood eyeglasses.
1: Gangsters in paradise, man. Gangsters
0: in paradise, man. They wear those glasses with no frames.
1: As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I realize that my life is taking the- no. What's
0: up, I've Julio? I've been
1: laughing and blasting so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. Yawn.
0: I actually thought about that song today. Nice.
1: Oh, tell me why I... That's, that's a good one. Been standing most of our lives Living in a gangster's paradise Paradise. I've been standing most of our lives Living in a gangster's gangster's paradise
0: paradise. Song title (laughs) Name the episode Alright Anyways Good one on Uh, Ooh Want to talk about you being an amoeba?
1: Oh, you mean the Amiibo?
0: The Amiibo story?
1: Yeah. So, I was making jokes as Trevor was leaving for work one morning. Was- Mind
0: you, folks, it's like 6.45, 6.50 in the morning, yeah. and Chris is fucking listening to bagpipes. He is hyped. He, so- he has a turn up to 11. He's in his underwear. He's fucking, like, doing, like, workout moves. The cat is doing somersaults to get my energy back. Because... Yeah, Chris is like, well, like fucking level eleven. I'm like, all right, I'm not mad. I'm just like, what? I'm just a little befuddled right now. Where's the right energy now. from? I'm like a little befuddled because I don't have half the energy right so, now. So
1: what happened to me that morning was I was sleeping like a baby, and since we got this cat, you know, it likes to sleep in my room sometimes, which is fine, I don't mind, but at about six thirty in the morning every morning, she starts biting me to let me know it's time to get up. So that morning in particular, she went down to my foot and she bit the piss out of my foot and woke me up really fast. Mm. And uh, I was just like, okay, I guess we're awake now. And uh, you know, I sat there and I petted her for a minute. And then I was like, well, if you're gonna fucking uh, wake me up, I'm gonna wake you up. So I was like, what's the loudest instrument I can think of? I was like, bagpipes. Let's play some good bagpipe music. And then I played bagpipes and uh, took a shit and then got up and uh, started walking around the house. But I was making jokes and the joke was, um, uh, they call me the amoeba and, and, and Trevor was like, why do they call you that? And I was like, because when I get underneath them and start wiggling and waggling, they ain't going to know what Ooh. to do. <laughs> yep. It was a pretty funny joke at the time. Wiggling and waggling. Call me the amoeba.
0: Start <laughs> so doing like, twisted, twist and shout, chow- uh, twisted. Yep. There you go.
1: Yeah, I had another one. I thought it would be really funny uh, for the Cookie Monster to sing link yes.
0: Biscuit songs. And metal in general.
1: Yeah, and metal in general. Because, like, you could definitely do a Cookie Monster where he's like, I did it all for the cookies. Yeah, yeah, the, the cookies. cookies.
0: The cookies. The cookies. You can take that cookie and stick it up your jar. Yeah. Stick it up your jar. Stick it up your jar. And and the funniest part was, is
1: I was looking it up online because I was like, this has to have been done before. And uh, there's a couple of videos where they did have the Cookie Monster doing like uh, Limb Biscuit songs. But it was like 10 or 11 years ago. So I was like, man, all my best jokes are 10 or 11 years in the past. Damn oh, that's it. the
0: next subject, being 10 or, ten plus years behind. In a, yeah, no, that's be my two.
1: life story, bro. My fashion sense, my fucking music. Me too, I'm also... Everything. I'm 10 to 20 years behind yeah. everybody. Be like two. People are still like, oh, you heard that new uh, something or other album? I'm like, you guys heard this old school outcast? <laughs>
0: So you guys heard a free or fucking uh, bad company real quick? Yeah, I, don't know.
1: I like music nowadays. There's some, there is some interesting shit, but I like music from when I was growing up that was really good at the time. Like I still listen to Trick Daddy and fucking bunch of old hip hop and rap, a bunch of old rock. I still listen to Journey a bunch. Uh, uh, oh, I'm stretching it out, guys. Oh, fuck! What a day. All right.
0: Let me do a uh, album review real quick.
1: Yeah, Trevor's got an album.
0: Dude, it's a really good one. There we go. So I, uh, Chris and I, we were doing some chores around the house. We played some folk Greek music, and it's the album review. It's literally just called Greek relaxing music, bouzouki instrumental, hypnotic tones. And <laughs> that's all it's called and it's on YouTube and it's literally just like a picture
1: couldn't make it any longer name could you
0: no that's what it's, I literally wrote on the whole thing and it's literally named like the album the instrument song everything it's just an hour long music video like the most beautiful just folk Greek music Buzuki is like a uh, is a is a oh, Greek version of a banjo it's a no, Greek version of a banjo no, it's Buzuki like Buzuki is strings.
1: the Italian version of the Zuka bubblegum <laughs>
0: Or oh, the yeah. Greek version. The yeah.
1: Greek version the of bazooka gr- bubblegum is bazooki. Hopa!
0: And Hopa. then break a plate over and the person's head. gum. Yep. Break a plate, chew gum. I mean, it's all Greek to me, but boom. But yeah, so it's an hour long and it's really nice. And it shows a picture of, like, the Greek islands, like Sardinia, where it's just, like, white stucco walls and super bright ass like blues and reds and yellows of these <coughs> houses right in right on the Mediterranean Sea so yeah it's pretty nice we recommend it and yeah there then. was
1: a lot of interesting music that sounded Italian but it was Greek music oh, and then the spooky
0: and then yes. yeah it sounded yes. like
1: uh, Transylvania music yeah like halfway through a much like,
0: of it was like vampire music yeah Halfway through you all of a sudden had organ It's like music. welcome
1: to the Oregon Blood Bank. Sit down. We'd like <laughs> to uh get you started.
0: But we're also Greek. Would you like URL? Mmm Baklava. It's good it'd for be, blood. Mmm. Really, they circulate blood. really fucking weird. So, and there are vampires in go Greek. Go on mythology. to a blood
1: bus or whatever to give blood. And then when you go on there, there's a guy that's a vampire. Like, he's obviously a vampire, but he thinks nobody's going to realize. He's got, like, fangs and really pale face, and he's got his hair all slicked back and black, and he's fucking sitting there, he's talking in a Transylvania accent. And you're just like, hey, bro, uh, are you bro. a vampire? Oh, what do you mean? Um, yeah, I'm just curious, because you really look like a vampire with the fangs and the white face and the sounding like you're from Transylvania.
0: Look, it's not about me, it's about you. Now let me see that neck. Mm. I mean,
1: don't you usually take it out the arm? Isn't, isn't that how it works?
0: It is a Wednesday, though. That is what we do on Wednesdays.
1: I think I'm out of here, man. I don't, I don't appreciate
0: ah, that. Ah, 20% off everything here. Yeah.
1: Are you a salesman or are you a vampire? And he's uh, a vampire.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh, salesman, oh, I mean, oh, vampire. Oh, vampire.
1: Oh. Yeah, he just bites you anyways.
0: Yeah, really good album. So, yeah, folks, check it out. Greek folk music. It's pretty cool. <coughs> uh, Other thing? We could talk about... Uh, want to talk about Sloth. Do you want to talk about Sloth from the Goonies? Okay. So we had this running joke about Sloth. And for those of you that don't know, he was a... A uh, large character. character from the Goonies, a 1980s movie about <coughs> a bunch of. It takes place on, kids on the northern. Discovering a
1: pirate yeah. uh, fucking ship.
0: And it's based on the northern Oregon coast along Astoria. So it's like that portion of the Oregon coast just below, just south of Washington. That's
1: all Astoria has to its name. There's shit in Astoria that's it. except for that house and that like, coastline. Yeah,
0: like they fished a lot, but as far as on like a famous level, that's all it has.
1: That's funny when it's like your town's only claim to fame is one shitty movie that came out of there in the 80s. <laughs> That's it. It's like, what's in Astoria, Oregon? Well, it was in the Goonies and everyone's like, Goonies, what? Yeah, it was a movie in the 80s. You know, this is our time. Uh, Sean Astin, Corey Feldman. Our
0: time now. Uh, for, our, oh, for them up there, this was our is our time in, down here. You know our time now. who else
1: was now. in fucking Goonies? Uh, Josh Broland. Yeah, Josh Brolin was the older dude. Yeah, there's a lot of cool celebrities in the Goonies. But now, it's just like a weird movie from the 80s that nobody cares about. And we got to thinking about the character of Sloth. So the character of Sloth is a really short, uh, introduced character um, that maybe has 30 to 40 minutes of screen time in the movie. Not much. Um, He has a couple of lines, but he doesn't talk because he has some sort of uh, mental retardation or he has some sort of, uh, you know, he was dropped on his head as a child or something. But the the description of the sloth is basically, he's like a six foot four to six foot five guy, maybe 300 pounds, maybe 280, 275. Um, And he wears a Superman shirt and he looks his face... I guess to be described, it's kind of like a traffic cone, and he looks like he's had a stroke on one side. So he has like a pointy head. He has uh, a little bit of hair on the top of his head. It looks like he, him- he looks like uh, a child that has Down syndrome, mixed with a parent that drank while the child had
0: Down syndrome, and also poured out acid at him, and always made him. Well, oh, like- he doesn't
1: have acid burns. Don't make him a fucking monster.
0: Kind of looks like his ass is like long time.
1: Sloth ago. actually ends up becoming the hero of the movie. He is the hero, and he saves the day. Yes, he does. But his like line is, uh "Hey, you guys!" And, also baby and then Ruth. he swings in on a fucking rope and he beats up his brothers. But yeah, he has a line, uh "Baby Ruths," and I guess he's addicted to baby Ruths, and that's all he eats. Maybe. Like, they don't really feed him no, anything else in the movie. They yeah. just feed him uh, baby roots. And I guess it's to keep him under wraps because he's such a, a mentally challenged dude and he's so uh, retard strong that it's like the only way to keep him under wraps is to give him candy. and He's so, like
0: the Hulk, pretty much. Yeah, he's
1: the Hulk. He, he has a Superman shirt on. Yeah. And he has extreme <laughs> strength. <laughs> he's the Hulk. So, um, but... We were thinking, why isn't there more of a sloth story? There should be like a preamble to sloth and how his fucked up family became a thing. Because the the story follows his mother and his two older brothers that are uh, thieves. And they end up trying to use him to fucking do things for him. Because he's super strong. Because he's super strong. And, uh, you know... I'd really like to see the preamble or the family dynamic to how like Sloth became who he is, how the brothers and the mother, you know, all that stuff. Cause uh they they're really focus on the children in the story, which is, you know, the main story, but like this is the weirdest family. They have a mentally challenged, super strong fucking guy. It's almost it's
0: almost like the Adams family. It, it seems is like a that.
1: weird Well it's more like an Adams family, I guess mixed with like uh uh, who would be, like, Laurel and Hardy or something like that, you know?
0: Yeah, it's a mixture of some, like, older comedy, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, because they're all, like, it's kind of like Home Alone comedy, where they're, like, zoinking the bad guys and stuff.
0: It's definitely a tribute to older, like, Aiding slapstick, comedy. no, well, it's, uh, even older, like, the old yeah. slapstick stuff. Of course. Like, Looney Tunes, and, like, even before Looney Tunes, if you want to go super far back, you have, like, slapstick humor, you have, like, Charlie Chaplin Chaplin and and Buster Keaton from the 20s and 30s, and those dudes did a lot of crazy, dangerous shit. Even the Three Stooges, to a degree, they did a lot of crazy, dangerous slapstick. Well,
1: that's my whole thing is, like, there isn't a real story about that character, but they could have totally written a movie about Sloth because if Goonies was as big of a movie as everybody liked it to be at the time, they could have done a movie about Sloth, and there would have been some buzz
0: about it. But it was sorry. It was in the time where it it was a big deal. But it grew as it got older, kind of like the yeah, Princess Bride. Yeah, it's
1: Pride. like cult followings. And yeah, shit.
0: like like the Princess Bride is yeah. another example. It's a movie from the eighties that at the time did reasonably well, but years on, it became a thing that like everyone has seen.
1: You want to know something hilarious? I hate the Goonies. I thought the story was so fucking retarded, and I always hated. Um, his little speech. You know, this is our time down here. This is our thing. Like, for a moment, it's cool. But then, like, as an adult, especially, you watch it, and you're like, who the fuck are these kids? Why are they running around the sewers? And, why? like, they're going through all this shit to it's like get when you watch one weird treasure, as which they do end up getting, but yeah. then it sits all will, into the fucking it's a, sea.
0: It's, a, it's an illusion. The Coast
1: Guard doesn't intercept a fucking pirate ship. What? Yeah. Coast car would have been all over that.
0: Yeah, yeah. The 80s, they would have been like, wait a second, you're not, we're gonna see if it's Soviet. Oh, wait a second. What is this? So a
1: fucking seaworthy ship launches with millions and millions and millions of dollars of gold and fucking jewelry on it and nobody tries to get it. What the fuck?
0: Right off the coast of the U.S. Literally, yeah.
1: it's sailing away, and everybody's watching. Nobody Come makes a phone call. Come sail away.
0: Come sail away. So stupid. So yeah,
1: the Goonies sucked. Sloth was the coolest character, though. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. We're sloth fans, y'all. Hell yeah. We're always uh, fans of the downtrodden and the fucking un- misunderstood. Yeah. Because that's what we are, and that's what we care about.
0: <laughs> we're you know we are we're the gruesome Tucson. Ooh 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 ooh. ooh. Yeah, I'm down.
1: I always love that because that's that line from uh, Tommy Boy, Zelensky. He's like, I sell uh, American car parts to American car owners because that's who I am and that's what I care about.
0: <laughs> yeah, so was that was doing, Dan Eckhart. That was Dan Eckhart. Yeah, Dan Eckhart <laughs> was so good at that fucking that role and
1: then like uh, shout Chris, out to
0: Dan Aykroyd Chris,
1: uh, we can talk about Tommy Boy all day I know that old movie by heart
0: I've seen it a few <laughs> times it's Chris
1: Farley gets in the fucking elevator with him and he, he used a, a taxi air freshener <laughs> to try to clone up and he, he goes Mr. Zalinski, or, or what he goes went a little heavy on the pine tree perfume huh kid and he's like actually it's a taxi cab air freshener and he goes good you pinpointed the smell the next step is washing it off <laughs> so fucking hilarious because Dan Aykroyd he, the way he talked it was just like hey, he was like a businessman it's a mile a minute but it, it all made sense it was all funny
0: shout out to Dan Aykroyd too I, shout out to Chris like,
1: Farley man one of the best comedians Chris Farley to make a movie and Dan Aykroyd too. and fucking David Spade David Spade was and a David funny dude too. too I, I always love him going into the uh, bank because he's trying to get uh, he's trying to find Zelensky but instead of, like, going to the reception, he goes into the bank and he goes, Hey, everybody, this will only take a second. And then everybody hits the ground and the fucking uh, security guards slide their guns over to him. And he's like, oh, jeez," He just walks out. Uh, and the fucking uh, the news crew gets there, like, a half hour later. And they're like, would you describe the man? He's like, well, he hit me many, many times over the head with a hammer. You know, I had to give him my gun. Yeah, I got kids. And then uh, he walks back in and does the same thing. And then the guys are like, "Not again!" And they just drop and slide their kids. Fuck, that's such a good movie. Nice.
0: I got a quick joke. Uh, Dutch oven cat. Oh, so, I actually want to talk about Ferrari, too.
1: Yeah, so the cat's funny as hell, but one of the funniest things... Ferrari she did the is other the name night, of her cat. her are kidding. Yeah, one of the funniest things she did the other night was fucking... I was We had just gotten done eating, like, a chili. So I was really, like, farting it up. I had a lot of beans. And uh, so I was farting, and it, I knew it smelled, but I was keeping it under the covers like a normal person. The cat runs up under the covers... And I'm like, ah, you don't want to be in there. You know, I tried to get her out. She keeps running deeper, you know, like she wanted to stay under the cover. And then eventually I was just like, whatever. So the cat uh, stayed in there for like 10 minutes while I was just farting. And I was like, this cat's weird, man, getting off on the farts or something. I don't know what's happening right now. But Dutch oven kitty. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there was uh, three days ago where it was evening time and we just heard this noise from my bathroom and it sounded like a fucking professional rugby game is going on. Oh yeah. Just boo, 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 boo. and I was like, what is there a bunch of sweaty Samoans in here? Like what the fuck's going on? Open up. And then all of a sudden we see this rain of toilet paper just fall down like snow falling on the ground. And it Chris was like, look, it's your toilet paper like motherfucker. And there's the cat, Ferrari, just looking up at us like, I'm the sweetest thing ever. I was like, yeah, she damn shiny. you. She shredded half of a roll. But it threw the it paper. the fuck up, too, so yeah, it rained down. she
1: was just fucking bouncing off the walls. Because she got put in time out. She, li- she likes to act the fuck up. Especially and at nighttime. We're good parents. We don't put up with that shit. Fuck no. So she likes to fucking act up. And she gets locked in the fucking bathroom. You know, she's got food and water. She doesn't need anything. She's got her litter got box. A, yeah. You know, but that's the problem with kittens like children. You know, sometimes you got to put them in timeout. Unfortunately, you can't sit there and beat your child. You know, even though I thought about beating that cat sometimes, but you can't beat them. It doesn't work out well.
0: So here we are. Yup. Want to talk about uh, human babies having a crazy monkey-like strength because? When they first come out of the womb, they're they're a little bit closer to being more ape-like, but as they get older, they become more human-like.
1: Yeah, uh, a lot of babies uh, coming out of the womb have normal baby strength, which is nothing. You know, it's an infant strength. Um, But there is a small percentage of children that kind of come out of the womb and have a lot of upper body strength and a lot of grip with their toes. Um, And it's because we do descend from monkeys, and, and there is a small percentage of Verse uh, that when you have a child, it still has that like innate uh, natural strength. Because um, when a, a baby monkey's born, it's not very strong, but it's strong enough. Um, so sometimes babies can hang. Like, there's a great photo, I think it was in like 1939 or 40 or something, of a doctor holding a stick and a baby just hanging by this stick, man. He had the grip strength of a fucking. Five or six-year-old, you know? It's crazy. Yep, But they usually lose it pretty quickly. It's one of those things that it's around for a small amount of time, but as the infant's brain develops a little further, it just doesn't keep up that strength. Yeah, body goes more into development, I think. You can see it at a, you can definitely see it at a, a park, man. We have these young kids that are able to do a lot of really physical acts, and it's because their their muscles and their body is, are brand new, basically. Um, so everything's made to work, and everything's ready to use. So the kids just got to test it out, you know? That was something I was really uh, kind of pissed off at when I was growing up. So I was always the fat kid, and I fucking could never do a pull-up. You know, doing a pull-up was really difficult. As I got older, I learned how to do them, but... Um, there would be some kids that would jump on the the bars and do like twelve pull-ups, and I'd be like, "What are you doing? Like, how how's that even possible?" But, they're lighter, you know. They're lighter, lighter, and uh, you know they're just easier to move their bodies. You know, I was a little heavier and a little wider as a kid. There was a funny joke. Some kid wore to to uh, football. It was on his shirt, and it was like, you know why. Uh, fat kids don't get abducted because they're harder to lift. And it was just such a funny shirt because we were all on the offensive line. And it was just like, it was a fat kid wearing a funny shirt. (laughs) Nice. It's true, though. If you ever think about it, it's usually those lighter kids that are getting popped up. But it's also that you could also... try to to take a fat kid. He's going to (laughs) struggle. You
0: say the converse wears the the fatter ones, though, they're easier to catch. Mm -hmm. So...
1: Very true. You're going to catch a, a fat kid in a sprint. But most pedophiles just snatch kids up.
0: Poor aliens.
1: Speaking how many of re- alien abductions do you think are happening with young kids? I don't know.
0: But speaking of aliens, how about you do a, uh, do a movie review and then I'll, I'll bring up the next subject. I don't have a
1: movie review, but I, I dipped my toes into a show... Uh, I think they're in their second season right now. It's called uh, uh, Reservation Dogs. Um, it's a basically a show about Native American children growing up on the reservation. And they get into a bunch of crazy shit. And this spirit Indian keeps showing up and like saying cool Indian shit. But it's pretty funny because every time he shows up, he's eating something he's eating corn or he's eating an apple or some shit and he's just kind of talking uh wisdom to his his, uh younger ancestors or his younger uh generations but he's telling them all about how they used to live on the land and how the, the tribe worked and so it's a really cool show it follows some young native americans and in the cast is it
0: live action or cartoon
1: it's a live action it's on fx um but it's definitely worth a a check out it's about life on the reservation and i knew some kids growing up on the reservation because the Seminole reservation uh was one of the bigger ones in the area and uh you know we just knew that there was an area where the it was like a gated off community but that was the reservation where a lot of these kids lived and so you got to know that you know reservation life is a lot different especially from tribe to tribe because there's a lot of poor tribes out there that have people that live on the reservation. And a lot of them, unfortunately, don't have jobs. And a lot of them, uh, you know, work, uh, you know, redneck jobs and shit, blue-collar type of shit. And it's just hard because Native Americans, they definitely got the shaft in this country, but they haven't really ever been able to get their footing back in a lot of the tribes. Um, A lot of it's money and a lot of it's... uh, people being relocated, you know, but, um, it's just like anything, you know, eventually it gets all washed, um, one day, hopefully in the future, we'll all just be a color of tan, and nobody will really give a shit,
0: hopefully, in that way, racism will get, and all this that won't be an issue anymore,
1: I would love, no longer a race pigment issue, to just turn to a color, Just a nice, like, caramel or something. And then nobody would have reason to fucking do anything. It'd just just be class warfare, which we already have. Racism is just another
0: tool. Yeah, the only... There's a famous punk line that goes, uh, the only war that's worth fighting is the the class warfare. Yeah. That's crap. It's the band crash. Big hat, big man, big man I am. That well, fucking man. There's band. always just somebody kicking
1: you off of the ladder as you try to climb up. Yeah. So, you know, if you get enough people to band the fuck together, it's really hard to kick people off of that ladder.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, but uh you know, that that's the way our society's built at the moment currently.
0: I agree. Yeah, that'd be a crazy wish. Like, I wish everyone's skin tone is the same color. Sure, when why not? You end racism. You end fucking lot of people
1: shit. wouldn't have much reason to bitch. You know, if everybody's hair was normalish, um, you know, fucking, you know, hair and and skin tone would be the biggest things. But once those two things are changed, like everybody would fucking have nothing to argue about. You, you know, and it's just such a stupid thing because, you know, we take our history really to heart, which, you know, you learn from your history, but at a certain point, man, it shouldn't dictate every decision you make in your life, Yeah. You know, because you got to do something different, obviously, because you're here, and the history's in the past, you can't change that, yeah, it's about what you're doing now and tomorrow, dropping life lessons over here, brah,
0: nice, I like it. You want to continue or do you want to go on the next thing?
1: I got a, I got a joke. Okay. So me and Trevor have been eating a lot of plums lately. Yeah, so plums are good. <coughs> Trevor, would you say we've gone plum loco?
0: We've gone plum loco. <laughs> I mean, and if we run out of plums, we could definitely say it's the pits.
1: Oh, there you go. So yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna have to get more of them, man. Because I have been just taking them to work, and they have been the best lunch for me, man. I take like four or five of them, and I eat one in Damn. the morning. I eat one on my break. I had I one ate at like lunch three today. Three of them at lunch, and man, they're so good. Awesome. So we gone plum plum loco, I believe.
0: Can't wait to get some grapes. That's the one thing we get—some green grapes. Trevor's
1: like, I want some motherfucking grapes, bro.
0: My boss always has the biggest basket of green grapes, and I was like, "Where the fuck are you getting this from, bro?" Because he has like a giant thing in the fridge green fresh grapes. Pretty smart. And I was like, I want to raid this shit. But sometimes
1: want- all you need is like a, a big handful of grapes, dude. You could be having the amount like,
0: of sugar in there is... Well,
1: you could be having a bad moment and your stomach feel weird or something, and then you just eat, you know, some fruit. Which is, you know, good sugar. It's usually yeah. easily digestible, good fiber. You know, it it does something to the body. You know, it really mm-hmm. reminds you that like this is what your body should be taking in. Good fuel.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, eat your fruits, veggies. Sorry, we're a little low on energy.
1: No, nah, I'm not low on energy. Trevor's low on energy. He's been sitting here playing with himself the whole
0: time. Yeah. <sighs> All right, next one. Judge Java the Hut. Yeah,
1: Judge Java the Hutt. Somebody i been looking forward to. We so were talking shit the other night, and fucking somehow we came across Judge Judy. We were watching. We were talking,
0: no, no, we were watching uh, SVU. Yeah,
1: Law and Order SVU. And, Order SVU. and then there's there a the judge, judge like
0: Trevor check his judge out. Looks like the fattest Mitch McConnell mixed with Karl Rove, mixed with every fat old fucking rich politician you can think of. And, and it was Rrr. funny because it was like was
1: like counselors, is there, was, was like
0: because this fat guy was yeah, like counselor. So, he
1: was so was uh, so fat, so he
0: obese, like, so obese. Like,
1: counselor, I can't do his voice, but. It was really hilarious, and from that point, we went to uh, Jabba the Hutt. Job I, was like, of the bro,
0: I was like, bro! I was like, bro! Jabba the Hutt's the well, judge. Was a human. Yeah, and then from there, we were like, if well, "What he... if
1: there was space crimes and Jabba the Hutt was the judge, not the trash fucking collector?"
0: Uh, pretty, he pretty much is the judge over in Tatooine, because if they like he doesn't agree with it, they, the floor opens up they get eaten by the giant monster, the Rancor. I always oh me saw Wusal, who Four opens in the drop.
1: <laughs> I always love. Uh, we had another one about how the black bailiff uh, is the only one that understands that. him, but he, he oh. talks to him. He goes Misali, so Makawasa.
0: Oh man, I got you. I know exactly what shot <laughs> these bitches. Be crazy. They owe us some Newport cigarettes. What? By the way, what? <laughs> wait a second. Trevor,
1: you're getting weirder. Ah. <laughs> That's not the bailiff. The bailiff would be more like, "I know, judge. Psh, these
0: people, you know, these people be crazy." Okay. Yeah,
1: no, it ain't no cigarettes and shit. This ain't no hood ass fucking jury or hood ass. <laughs> That's where my
0: mind was like, hood ass. Trevor's bailiff. like,
1: man, I don't know much bailiffs, but I know some black people that are hood <laughs>
0: as fuck. Everybody got choices.
1: Interestingly enough, in uh, South Florida especially, a lot of African Americans and people from the islands go into uh, law enforcement corrections, uh, stuff like that. Um, Because it is a pretty decent job, especially if you don't have it very dangerous. Like, being a bailiff in a courtroom isn't always the most dangerous job. Um, But, yeah, it is an interesting concept. It is hood-ass bailiff. Oh, Listen man. up,
0: motherfuckers. Judge presiding. This is like iced tea, pretty much. Stand the fuck up. Stand the fuck up. Judge Joe of...
1: Brown presiding.
0: <laughs> oh, Georgia, I've seen that. I've, that shit is hilarious. I've There's seen There's a that. really
1: funny set of skits with, um, like, Jamie Foxx He's <laughs> on <laughs> SNL. What
0: is he doing? Judge? Are uh, yeah. no, you talking about uh, alligator? Like, yeah, we're
1: getting them gators. on you talking about Maine law, Maine justice, Maine main justice? Main justice. Yeah. That shit is hilarious. He's like, "We gonna uh, get them gators yeah, on yeah, you." Yeah. He's like, in Maine. He's like, "You damn right."
0: <laughs> and at one point, they're like, "So what of us Katrina people went up to Maine, went up to Maine, but we're oh, yeah, continuing." They explained
1: how all the from Katrina from Katrina moved up to Maine. Maine yeah, but it's a, it's an old Southern court, and they just have a bunch of people from SNL going on, being like. Your Honor, I do declare that this man backed into <laughs> me with his automobile. And she, and he's like, Some Guys.
0: Mark Twain shit. 100% and, and, and Mark Twain shit.
1: Guy, and he's like, Judge, that's a lie. I didn't back into her. He's like, shut your mouth. I didn't tell you to talk.
0: Oh, I don't want to hear this ruckus in my courtroom. And oh, you're going to give me this mouth. Yeah, and it's yeah.
1: hilarious because like, they're in Maine. You, know, you wouldn't expect an extremely mm. southern courtroom in
0: Maine. Oh, we're going to give you the spiciest, nastiest jambalaya you can think of.
1: You ever, Ooh, ever, ever, ever
0: had. And then you just have Jamie Foxx going, mm, mm, just doing it the whole time. Pretty funny. Yeah. And then Justin Timberlake did it too. Yep. He also did a good job. Yep.
1: So, funny Bayless, folks. All right, Trevor, what else you got? I got Raina Hung Porn. All right, let's go. Yeah, so there's a really cool competitive eater I've I've checked out. I like to watch competitive eating sometimes because I just think it's interesting how uh, these people kind of put their their bodies through that. Um, A lot of them aren't very heavy, but they're very good at eating and making their bodies take in a ton of food at once. Um, So there's this girl, Raina Hung, and she's very cute. She's in her 20s or something, uh, an Asian girl. But through, you know... Being a man, I fucking uh, looked up her online naked, you know, and found some pictures of her with her top off. And I was oh, like, all right, this no. is great. You know, let me uh, go ahead and use this for a little bit. And then uh, doing it again, like a couple of weeks later, I guess, I came across her porn video.
0: What a friend we have in Jesus. <laughs> um
1: and it's a really dope video of her sucking a black dude off. And uh, she's a really good dick sucker. And she... Tabuco! Uh,
0: Tabuco!
1: Awesome That's... chick. Hell yeah. But in the middle of this, which is really awesome, she's sucking this dude's dick, and she she's deep-throating him, and she basically goes, slap me in the face. And the dude... The dude goes like gives her a couple love taps and she's like no hit me, and he like smacks her a little harder and she's she's really into it and you're just like damn yeah she's a little freaky, hey. and then uh, a couple minutes go by she takes a nice cum shot to the mouth and uh, smiles, class act all the Boom. way. So Raina Hung, if you're out there, I would love to meet you.
0: <laughs> she's an awesome chick. Chris would definitely. Make you a nice meal sometimes. If we ever
1: get famous with this podcast, I'm definitely going to have to have her on and uh, interview her about competitive and, eating and forth. And
0: if she's single, would you ever go on a date with her? Oh, of
1: course. It? She's a model, too, bro. She's a hot chick. She models she and stuff. She's awesome. So, out. yeah, shout out Raina Hong. You're awesome.
0: Chris thinks about you.
1: Right. A little bit. A little bit when I'm lonely. <laughs> there you
0: go. Ooh. We talked about how to the LGBTQ tea lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, trans, a, B, C,
1: D, e, all that I, G, we could H-I, add. Elemental Elemental P. P. these nuts in your mouth.
0: All the way to Z? No. Nah. So if we want to add monsters to it,
1: fuck <laughs> <So we laughs> Trevor's get, pissed because I didn't give him a high five.
0: <laughs> always hate him He's unbeautiful, beautiful, folks. No, Who he's knows? just
1: always trying to get high fives for jokes he doesn't deserve them for
0: fuck off <laughs> i'm better than most female comedians i'm better than
1: you know he's sitting here and he's comparing himself to people <sighs> that aren't good yeah. when he has the capability i of do being good but he chooses these low-hanging fruit jokes
0: or a fucking um the guy we hate pete the guy who's with um judge no the guy who's who's, who's with the uh he has a he has the tattoos Pete of all the Samperson. no he has the tattoos of all the kids of his on his neck. Pete Holmes, not Pete Holmes. What the fuck? Who's Pete Holmes? The fucking comedian. Tat- That's not Tat- funny. He's fucking all these hot chicks, and he has the tattoos from Brendan
1: uh, Schaub. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's a comedian, not funny. <laughs> that was good. Sorry, Brendan Schaub. You do a lot better than most retired fighters. You were a
0: good fighter, but. As a comedian, ah. you're terrible, bro. You need to find a movie to act in, or just be a coach. Because you were a badass fighter, be a coach. He isn't
1: good enough to be a coach, but he could definitely be a fucking great actor. He's a decent dude. Doesn't look bad. Fucking get a job. Can Stop trying comedy, man. It ain't working. <laughs> Brendan Shaw just shows up and fucks me up. I'm like, ah. He can
0: still fuck most people up, though. Oh, Brendan
1: Shop would fuck everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> monkey's job for nothing job you're not you're not a terrible human
0: monkey's for nothing chimps for free what were you saying about what something with the thing the comedian that uh Pete it, Holmes Pete Holmes <laughs> who are you talking oh uh Pete Davidson Pete Davidson that fucking guy <laughs> thank you I was like Pete something thank Pete you Pete Holmes is a
1: white dude a real white dude right. and and Pete Davidson sorry he's some sort of white but I don't think he's like normal white <laughs> he looks like he's Italian or some weird shit But, uh, yeah, Pete Davidson sucks at comedy. He's sucked at SNL. I don't know, but he got famous and somehow turned it and parlayed it into fucking some of the most famous women on the planet. So shout out to Pete Davidson for fucking all those hot chicks. But, like, come on, Pete Davidson, for getting uh, Kanye West's kid's name tattooed on your neck. What the fuck was that about? So if you guys don't know, he got the initials of Kanye West's kids tattooed on his neck to prove that like he loved them or he loved them like his kids or some shit. But what it just blows my mind because they're not even together now. They broke up. (laughs) So now you just have these weird tattoos of initials of kids that you probably still care about, but you don't give a shit about, bro. Pete Davidson is playing really hard into the I'm famous card or whatever it is and he's just gonna end up a drug addict bro a weird dude (laughs) he's gonna be the next Corey Feldman maybe I don't know Pete Davidson's a weird dude probably won't ever run out of money though true probably just keep fucking hot chicks until he has a heart attack
0: (laughs) be like Hugh Hefner
1: (laughs) maybe that'd be funny as hell Pete Davidson to be the next playboy dude he's like hi everybody I got all these hot chicks. You guys want to come over and bag them?
0: Look at this robe I have. It's <laughs> extra fancy, man. Yeah,
1: you don't know my robot butler. Happy birthday, Polly. Tom <laughs> oh. um, Pete Davidson.
0: Uh, so yeah, Pete Davidson is the next Hugh Hefner. But we were joking about monsters joining the LGBTQ. To all those things, so we we're like, have you could add like V for vampires. W for werewolves Z yeah, for dragons yeah. Z for zombies you have
1: to you have to include the undead because yes. what if the undead have a way to come back and then they feel they have rights they have rights too the undead of, of rights zombie rights I'm all about zombie rights you uh, know? 100% vampire rights I'm a little bit sketchy on because they are trying to kill the humans off Uh, They're eating responsibly right now.
0: What about aliens or like extraterrestrials? That's a whole thing, too. Yeah. Do they have rights, too?
1: I think that if aliens landed on the planet, they'd have bigger problems than what we were referring to them as. Mm -hmm. I don't think they'd care that we called them an it or or a goop gop or whatever.
0: Because we're all getting exterminated at that point.
1: I just want the Mars attack scenario to happen The guy that like oh, General, I've seen Mars, right? yeah. He goes to shake the hand Of the fucking head Martian And he goes bah, 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 And he pulls out a laser gun And just starts shooting And the, his backup starts shooting And everyone's like bah! And then that I love how that was their like communication They were just like bah, bah, bah. It was So ridiculous Mars attacks is such a funny movie
0: there they are. late 90s it was I remember when it came out it was the early 2000s or something around then okay but yeah so yeah monsters eventually is gonna be a thing and they should have rights too
1: well, I mean, dude, if if we are being inclusive to everybody, what about ghosts
0: too? What about people from other dimensions? What interdimensional people too? Because well,
1: ghosts have rights like everybody. They're interdimensional. So, so you know, if we undead, take it to the extreme, yeah, you know, let's get really extreme it's here. I'm go. talking microbial life. I'm talking air. all of them. Yeah, there's a uh, the group uh, the libertarians don't clap their hands because there's um, microscopic bacteria. That you disturb when you uh, clap your wait, hands Wait, wait. You
0: mean the political party?
1: Yeah. So what they do when they agree with something is they go like this.
0: That's and, what that's what the libertarians do. Yeah,
1: and if you folks can't see, but what I'm just doing is raising my hands up around my head, and then you shake your hands back. So and does more.
0: Dave Smith do that too? Sometimes. I don't
1: know. I don't know if he does it. But what I'm saying is that, you know, let's get really fucking specific here. Everything has rights. Well, I mean, we live every by plant, the Pacific,
0: so let's get real specific on the Pacific.
1: Every every bug, everything. You know? If you kill a bug, you should go to bug court and face bug charges based on that bug murder. Because that bug had thousands of kids.
0: Every time you masturbate, you should go to court for every child, unborn child that you just spewed out I into mean, a sock. I mean, those sperms could it.
1: eventually become a beautiful baby. And look, you're just mass murdering <laughs> millions of little baby sperms. For no reason. I'm a sinner. <laughs>
0: as long as you're a joker, you're a smoker, you a midnight toker. Well, I just love sun. that
1: everybody is fighting for equality and rights. Which, yo, fight all you want, yo. It ain't fucking easy being at the top. Ask white people. Everybody's always chipping at you and fucking you're solving problems. And, you know, that, that's hey, one of those things you. they don't talk about. Fuck How you. many problems are the white people solved? <laughs> yeah, they created some too. But, you know, if everybody wants to take over leading the, the world, the free world, man, be my guest.
0: It ain't easy. <laughs> There's a quote I once heard. It's called, uh, if you're not the lead dog, the view never changes. Yep. It's about being a bunch of dogs yep. pulling a sleigh out of in the Arctic, which could bring us to our next topic we want real quick. Arctic Asians, the Eskimos, the Inuits, the people that from Asia to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Canadian yeah. Uh, Inuits. The yeah, Sc- Scandinavian, Russian, all of that. They, they went from Asia because when all the Asians went across the Bering Bridge, 20,000 years yeah. ago, when you had that frozen bridge between Russia and Alaska, there was a group of Asians that just spread right along Transcended the... Transcended
1: down the it, ice.
0: But they literally just hung out in the Arctic Circle, and that was their climate. Right. Very rough, brutal, most brutal climates in the world, but they... To it, after a while, like, they figured out a way to do it.
1: And that's just to go you know, to the fucking extent to say how great the human spirit is and how great uh, people survive that, um, Dude. you know, in the most harshest conditions. I think it's really hard to live in most conditions without the basics like electricity and fucking plumbing. But on top of that, being nomadic and having to hunt for your food normally yeah. and, and no stop, set up camp, you know, keep moving because... A lot of those tribes they moved with herds. You know, you couldn't stay just too long.
0: Like the Caribou, season, for example. Season, you know, yeah, the hard
1: deer and you. Know. But, yeah, yeah, go after it's, walrus, it's a very big notch to the human uh spirit, you know. These people had every reason to just die and they were like, "Now, nah, we're going to keep fucking and we're going to keep killing and we'll just get through this harsh winter." And, uh, you know, that's that's the thing. You get through the harsh winters, and you get to go to spring, you know. All right, Trevor, you about ready to wrap it? Yeah,
0: I'm about ready.
1: All right, guys, we appreciate you listening to us today. And uh, sorry if we were a little low on energy. It's, it is the middle of the week. We're a little tired. Our Thursday it's been, show. It's been I hot. I think our Thursday show always suffers because we're both tired.
0: From work and but the heat and shit. Sunday
1: is always a better show because we come... I'm coming into my days off and Trevor's going back to work after being fresh. So, our Sunday show will kick ass. there, but I liked yeah. it. I liked it. Good job, Trevor. Everybody, All right, we'll upload
0: guys. more episodes. Stay good.
1: Yeah, we like, appreciate you listening. Please drop a like share. and uh, comment if you would. Make sure to check us out on YouTube at Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe and Podcast. Try to suck at life a we'll, little less uh, every day. Yeah, try to suck at life
0: a little less every day, folks. Be good. God bless. Take care. Out.